0: I'm Chelsea Pite, your real estate social media coach, and my mission is to help real estate and mortgage professionals to feel confident using social media platforms and build a powerful personal brand without the overwhelm of wondering if you're doing it right. Imagine how you'll feel when you create a smart, strategic, and sustainable social media strategy that not only gets you in front of your ideal client but also allows you to focus on what really matters, helping people build wealth through homeownership, not scrolling through feeds or stressing about what to post. If you're already in real estate or soon to be on your way and you want to understand how to over-leverage free social media platforms to help you grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Katie, welcome to the show. Tell all the listeners who you are, how long you've been in the biz, where you're at, and anything else interesting you'd like to share. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Uh, My name is Katie Day. I am a real estate agent here in Houston, Texas. I've lived in Texas since 2011, got into real estate full-time in 2017, started my team in 2018, and have just kind of been doing that for the past few years. Um, I don't really have anything interesting. So
0: (laughs) yes, you do. You work out every day, right? So you were on like this streak of well, I guess I don't know what day you're on now because you did 365 days last year, right? So now you're probably into like 400 and something. Am I right on that?
1: So I did not do 365 days, but I am glad that, um, I give that. <laughs> it felt uh, like it. <laughs> yeah. It felt like it to me too. No, but, um, so last year I did 315 workouts was the goal. Oh, wow. So this started a few years ago. Um, Tom Ferry, like probably four or five years ago, did like a 250 workout thing. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do it too. You know, because he announced it on like, you know, January 1st or 2nd. Um, so I did it a few years ago. I did 250 and then like, you know, did them all, actually did more. You know, so the next year I did 275. And then the next year I did, I think, 300. And then last year I did 315. And then this year, since my husband was like, you can't do the same thing two years in a row, uh, we're doing 320 is the goal this year.
0: I mean, you might as well just do 350.
1: Well, that'll be maybe next year, but like I this mean, year, wait, I,
0: I'm just putting it out there. You should do 350 right now. I mean, maybe you'll change your mind, but I'm, I'm loving 350 for you. <laughs> uh,
1: I appreciate your enthusiasm. That's very nice of you. Uh, and are you thank you for that.
0: Two days, or is this just like, I'm going to do one workout a day. And I feel, I mean, listen, I am not anyone to judge, but I feel it's a little bit like cheating if you're like, Oh wait, it's almost the end of the year. And I have 20 more workouts to do. And I'm going to like triple it up like three a day. (laughs)
1: Okay. Well, I appreciate all of the input. I'll definitely make a note of all of this, um, and, and add it to my notes. Um, but I, uh, yeah. So sometimes I do do two a days, um, or like at the gym, it's like group classes, the gym that I go to does group classes. So, you know, sometimes like you'll finish a class and then someone in the next class is like, Hey, let's hop in. So if I'm like done, I don't know that I
0: sometimes will allow that, but No, I don't know that life or that that's never happened to me where I've done a class and then someone's like, Hey, want to do another one? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I love that. So I'm going to put a picture of you on my inspiration as I was totally slowly. I want, I don't even know if I can call it jogging. I was, I think I was, I was doing bigger steps than walking and I call it running, but I'm not sure how fast it was going. And I was telling myself like, I'm going to do this. I'm moving my body. I'm going to be glad when this is over. I was listening to my murder mysteries. And yeah, like if someone was like, do you want to go for another 30 minutes? I'd be like, nope, I'm good. So I am going to be thinking of you, friend, when I'm out there um, listening to my murder mysteries and think, you know what? Katie's doing like three hour workouts. I can do this. So, (laughs) okay. So we came to talk about social media and branding and how you're doing all of that in your business. So, let's dive in and talk about video. I've personally noticed a huge uptick in your video strategy. So give us sort of like the lay of the land of like what it looks like. Is it all you, do you have a team and where are you putting like all of these videos? What's the strategy right now?
1: Yeah, it's certainly been an evolution. Um, like social media has for sure. Um, and I think, uh, one of the things that, that as you've seen more of my video, right? Is um, reels have really changed kind of the game this year? Um, I know a lot of your content that you're posting is also reels, right? Um, and that short form content is just something that is, you know, being pushed on all the algorithms on all the different platforms. So it's like, you know, let's just jump in and do it. Um, I think what I always tell people, and and I know you'll, you'll remember this, is like back when IGTV first came out, you could put a long form video on Instagram and it would just go off right like you would post it and i would have like hundreds of views within minutes and you're like man i am good at social media right and it's like no you're just playing into the algorithms but you know the the video is actually trash but um that's at least how i felt about mine yours were great but um yeah so i think that for me social media has definitely been a really big evolution and and really like whenever something new comes out i try to embrace it as much as possible um you know at a certain point reels will change too you know i don't think video is going away but Um, you know, for now, while they are being, um, pushed out, you know, all over your explore page, all over kind of your feed page and everything on Instagram, it's something that like, all right, like I've got to post a reel a day, you know, and, and that will be kind of my awareness play, um, on Instagram. Um, as far as kind of content goes, as I said, like we do a lot of reels. So that's just kind of like short form kind of more educational tip topic type things, that are consumer facing Um, and then we also do, um, now we're doing all of our property tours. I actually just told my videographer, this is every single property tour we do. I also want a reel. So like we still put the long form on YouTube and Facebook and and provide that to the seller um, for them to share and see and whatever, but like the short form property tours are performing really well. Um, And they're kind of fun, right? The fast cuts and the speed ramps and all that type of stuff. Um, so that's kind of all of the real content as well as just fun stuff when I go out to eat or go to a bar or something like that, um, outside of reels, um, on video, we also do a neighborhood spotlight series. So we do like different restaurants and bars and businesses and business owners throughout the Houston area. And we interview them and highlight them in their business. And we post those every Wednesday. Um, I have a podcast I post every Thursday Um, And then this year with YouTube, we just started a Tuesday night live stream um, to where we go live on YouTube with the video. And then I take that audio and I upload it to a podcast every Wednesday. Um, So that's just to kind of like talk about Houston, talk about things that are happening, talk about real estate. And, you know, we'll see where that goes. So that's kind of.
0: Definitely have a team then. I mean, you've got to have like some editors. You mentioned videographer. So, um, I mean, I know people probably like, wow, that is amazing. That's goals, right? Uh, But they also might think, wow, that's a lot. Like going live on YouTube and then subscribing. So you do have a little bit of help, I would say, right? You have some sort of team that's helping with like the editing and the posting and all of that.
1: Yeah, so I've got a videographer that does all of the, like he does all of our videos. You can tell when I've shot my own video because it's literally me sitting at this desk and it's like on my phone, right? So it's it's not great quality. Um, normally it's shaky because I'm talking and I'm very you know enthusiastic about it and I'm moving around. Um, I don't know where my tripod went, but you know it's just me moving around holding the phone with my hand. Um, so my videographer shoots most of our videos. He edits them. Um, and then we have a marketing coordinator so she posts on the videos on like facebook and youtube Mm -hmm. um and then she's we're working on now like blogging them all and now like you know taking social posts and blogging those and and you know just putting things out in more places Mm -hmm. And, and that's kind of um what her kind of goal is for um the rest of you know the the year um and then but like instagram's all me um, I'm one of those crazy people, which I know some of the people that you've interviewed on the podcast. Like it, it's like my baby. I just I enjoy I feel being the able. Okay, cool. Same way. I, okay, feel, the same cool. Way.
0: Cool. I feel the same way. Nobody will ever touch my Instagram because it's my favorite.
1: <laughs> and that's my videographer actually asked me that. He's like, "Have you ever thought about someone managing your your social?" And I was like, "Honestly, like." I'm, I'm cool with having people to like help out on posting on certain platforms, but like Instagram to me is the most interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, like I enjoy it. A lot of people yeah. don't enjoy it. Right. But like, I enjoy it. I enjoy mm. seeing what posts work and don't work. Yeah. Um, the interaction with people, you know, commenting on people's stuff. Like I like that. So,
0: so yeah. let me just summarize. Cause you had a lot of good stuff in there. So you are doing a lot of micro video. So that's reels, it could be put on Facebook, obviously Instagram. I'm assuming you're on TikTok as well. Um are you doing YouTube shorts? Not quite yet or maybe you are throwing a few things up in there. But I
1: think I've put two on YouTube shorts okay. and I do put everything on TikTok but they have like six views each. So for yeah. me it's like I'm just going to continue to park them there and if I can figure out how to be funnier or you know, whatever on TikTok, then we'll, we'll do it. But if not, I I've got, you know, some content.
0: Okay. So big focus on micro video reels on Instagram. Now you mentioned one per day. So is that your strategy is one per day? And does that include weekends?
1: So I think that people probably would think that I have like this um, like content calendar where everything's laid out as to like when I'm going to post this and how it's going to happen. So like one per day is really just the goal. It's not yeah. like the expectation. Right. Um, I'm also, um, a very big fan of like my, my feed being aesthetically pleasing. I know it matters to no one. I know it doesn't actually, no, I like it too. I, I tell said, okay.
0: if you love it and you're not getting burned out, great, go for it. Have fun with it. Absolutely.
1: So the way that my cover photos work, like they're in a grid. So if for some reason I have other posts or I have things that need to be posted, it's not always one a day, right? Um, Sometimes it's two a day and then it's none, or sometimes it's four a day and then it's none, right. Like Mm I I, um, I'm addicted to keeping it aesthetically pleasing. So um, yeah, I mean, I basically have a folder. My videographer takes all the videos once he edits them and drops them all into a folder in Google drive. And I have all of the videos. And then once I post it on my Instagram, I drag it and I drop it into the posted folder. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: my, um, my marketing coordinator knows once it's in the posted folder, she checks that, you know, on a regular basis, she can then put that on our Google, my business page Mm -hmm. and any other places It can go out into the world. Once I've already posted it on Instagram, that's kind of the, the starting line for it to go anywhere else.
0: Awesome. Okay. So I wanted to also mention, um, I want to talk about batching and topics. And then I I want to, I'm putting it on my notes. So don't let me forget. If I just go off and forget about it, I need to talk to you about Facebook Reels. So we're going to come back to Facebook that. Reels. All right. So you're doing a lot of Reels. You love Instagram. It's your baby. You're doing it yourself. I feel the same way. Totally get that. Um, so you said topics. You do a lot of consumer facing, I'm assuming yeah. question-based questions about real estate, that sort of thing, topics. I've also seen you do some things that, are not that like you've talked about sports and which one you like better, like baseball or football. Um, so, what are you? What are your pillars? Like, do you have a couple of them? Do you have three or four or five? I mean, again, I'm not a content. I have difficulty doing a content calendar. So, I don't know if you're like that, but I'm like that. So you can kind of be very, uh, loose about this. You can say, well, I kind of post about this or that. I'm not looking for like, well, three times a week I post this. So do you have sort of like a, a content pillars and, and I'm assuming you're batching all of this, your videographer, you're sitting down and you're making like 10, 20 videos. Maybe. Is that something, is that sort of similar to what you're doing?
1: Yeah. 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 So we batch, um, I actually just shot on a couple days ago on Saturday and we shot, I think 35 to 40 videos on in in a day. Um, And so basically I have, yeah, we shot 32 videos. So um, I have a running list on my phone. um, And my goal is for it to mainly be consumer facing content. Um, You know, from an agent perspective, I think a lot of times real estate agents post things that they want other agents to see, or they think that is cool for other agents to see. And like, you know, at the end of the day, our goal is to, to, sell more homes, generally speaking. So like you should be putting out content that should be for consumers. And it's funny when I started only doing consumer facing content, not like, you know, different things about real estate agents or things that like, you know, things like the the broke agent would post, right. That are like funny to real estate agents, but consumers are like, I don't get why they're all laughing, you know, um, more agents commented on my stuff than when I was putting out things that were more agent facing content. Right. So it was like, oh, well, this like kills two birds with one stone. I'm getting more engagement and I'm, Actually, targeting my target audience with you know with this information. Um, so yeah, batch the content. It's all consumer facing. So like for me, the pillars for reels would mainly be like buyer questions, seller questions, and investor questions. Um, it's hard to invest in Houston, so like really, it's more buyer and seller, and then sometimes I throw in you know investor stuff um, because people want like all of the cash flow, they want all of the appreciation, and they want it to be like a brand new property, and that just like doesn't really exist here um or it does it just costs way more than most people want to spend. So, um yeah, I mean that's that's basically it and then like Houston stuff. Like I love highlighting different neighborhoods, different community things, different local businesses, um especially like the small, you know, mom and pop type shops. Like I like highlighting that stuff. So that's, those are kind of like the main kind of focuses of my content and then obviously, you know, our listings and, you know, what we do to to help our clients.
0: Awesome, and then you also mentioned your neighborhood spotlight. So those, I'm assuming, are your favorite places that you're already going and you're connecting with, with the owners and showcasing that. So that's really fun. Um, okay, so back to Facebook. See, I remembered. So um, I recently just talked with an acquaintance of mine who I had met, I'm, I think through Snapchat years ago. And he had made a post about Facebook Reels. And I thought, I mean, we've all, we've all tried it, Facebook Reels. I mean, I couldn't even figure out where my Reel went. Nothing happened at all as um, yes, compared to Instagram, which is so funny to me because I feel like they've already figured it out on Instagram. Why can't yeah. they figure this out on Facebook? Um, but he was saying that he signed up for the Facebook reels program. And I got an email months ago about this and I looked into it and I was going to sign up for it. And then I noticed it said Facebook pages and I was like, Oh, Facebook pages. You know, that was my, my subjective, um, you know, lens that I should not have, have done because I thought, Oh, well gosh, Facebook pages, what's going to happen there. Fast forward. He is making incredible money. I mean, we're talking like five figures a month from posting reels to Facebook pages. So, you know, I was like, wait a minute, I got right back onto the Facebook thing and signed back up again. And I haven't gotten an email from them, but I'm just letting, you know, since you have so much video content um, that would be kind of a cool idea. Especially if you have your marketing um, coordinator who can upload those to your Facebook page, because I was like, if we're already making it, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, even if it's like $500, but what if it's 5,000, the max a month is 35 K the max a month hmm. is 35 K.
1: I just wrote that down.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, on the list. Let us know when that happens and what you do with that. So I just wanted to share and anybody who's listening, um, anyone can sign up for this. You have to have a Facebook business page, which I assume pretty much most people have, But if you go to, um, I'll have to, I'll put the link in the show notes, but I remember I had Googled, um, it was something like Facebook creators and it brought you to a Facebook page and you actually had to sign in. And then once you signed in your business page pulled up and or pages, and you could select which one you wanted them to say, are you approved for? And so the bonuses area is where you want to go, but he did send me a screenshot because he took it. I had like a five-figure payout for thirty days, and I was like, "Wow!" And the max was more than that. Holy cow!
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and so that's that's interesting because, like, the people that I know that have had Facebook Reels that have gone off, it's been on their personal page, right? That's so, what like,
0: they, yes, yes. So, exactly.
1: um, I, Mike Corbett in North Carolina has mm-hmm. had a, over three million views on his Reels on Facebook. Wow.
0: Which, like, I mean, that's, yeah. And so my thought about that is, it makes perfect sense for the page. And so yeah. I, I would love to know this question. We should ask uh, your friend. But to me, I was like, well, I don't understand the point necessarily. I know what Facebook is trying to do because Facebook is caps, like a capped audience on your profile. Yeah. Like you can't get, you can only get to so many people. And then you're done and then you're capped out. So it's not like TikTok and Instagram where you can grow and you're getting discovered by people. It's kind of people you already know. So I thought, well, what am I going to do with these reels on Facebook? I'm already at my max friends. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's interesting. But obviously because of TikTok, they're like, we better get it together because people are leaving Facebook to TikTok because- you know, of the discoverability aspect of it. So we'll see what happens.
1: Well, and side note, and like, sorry to everyone that like, we're nerding out over this. Um, You know, I also think that like, I always post my reels and my videos on Facebook as public because like, I'm at like, I don't know if I'm fully maxed out or if I'm close to it, or I think I teeter on and off when I get unfriended (laughs) and, you know, whatever, but like, you know, if they're public, then do they still get pushed? But I mean, I I also think that like Facebook business pages, and I, this is something that you know, when we used to post neighborhood spotlights, we started doing them at the beginning of 2020. They would get like 700, a thousand plus views per video, no money behind them, just of like tagging, you know, Chelsea and Chelsea's Mm -hmm. business. Right. Mm -hmm. And then now we post them. We do all of the same things we did before, you know, geotag them, you know, to the location, tag your business in the description, all the things, all of the business owners share them, the managers share them, their moms share them. And we get like 14 views, right? Like business pages. It's tough out there, right? If you're not spending money
0: it is, it is really tough, but like,
1: it's interesting that if like, then they're like, no, 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 but we're going to put, we're going to push reels. Like mm-hmm. that's, I, I wrote a note. I'm going to definitely check that out for sure.
0: Okay. We'll sign up. Let me know how it goes. We'll have to do, we'll do a case study and come back to that. Okay. So yeah. question for you, what value have you personally not business related. You can't say I grew my business. I think I want to know what value doing so much video has brought to you. How has it like intrinsically impacted you, your brand, your life?
1: Making me get into the feelings so early in the morning, man, <laughs> Chelsea is killing me over here. Um, I think that it's been cool for some reasons. No. Um, I think that connecting with people has been cool. Um, you know, as I said before, like when with doing like neighborhood spotlights and talking to like local business owners and entrepreneurs, like in Houston, that's been really cool. Like, um, you know, to have conversations with people that I, you know, I probably wouldn't have had previously. Um, and to be more connected in the community, I think is, is a pretty, um, neat experience. Um, and then just from kind of like the business side of things, like, you know, all of the people that, You know, we've met. I mean, for example, like we went to dinner in Vegas, right? With a group of what, like 10 of us. Yeah. And for the most part, none of us had really met each other in person prior to that night, right? And it was this group of like 10 people. We get there and everyone was just, we were all so excited to see each other. We're like, you know, and we all sat down and we had so much to talk about. And I think that, like, you know, without, social media and video and Instagram and clubhouse and Facebook and all these things, you know, we would have all just been sitting there like, okay, so where are you from? Cool. And you know, what do you do? And okay, that's great. And, but like, we just hopped in and we're like, Oh, Hey, how was your kid's baseball game? And how is this? And you know, you guys just went to Mexico. How was that? And like, we're having these like deep conversations. So I think, you know, the, the um, connectivity of it all is, is really cool. And locally, internationally, you know, It's, uh, it's pretty neat.
0: Awesome. I agree with you. Yeah. Best thing out of social media has been the relationships for sure. So that's awesome. Okay. Last question or tip is, um, you know, when it comes to making video, what are your tips that you're giving to your team? Because we know there's a lot a lot of things that go on in our brains and our emotions when we're like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to do a video today or we're just having difficulty with it. So what are your tips to just get out there and, and do more video and do better video?
1: Um, that's a very loaded question. Um, (laughs) I think that the biggest thing, you know, in anything, but I think the biggest thing is consistency. Um, and I think that it's really difficult, um, to stay consistent. It really is. I like before my, my content shoot on Saturday, I was having difficulty figuring out what I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I hopped online and I started looking at people's videos. And then it's like, you kind of get into this funk of you're like, Oh, well, Chelsea's video videos are so much better than mine. Oh, well, Bob's videos are so much better than mine. Oh, Chad's. And then, you know, but like, you got to try really hard to like take the ideas and then make them your own. Um, I think that I guess some smaller, like actionable, you know, tactical tips would be when you feel like shooting videos or you're in a good mood, shoot a few, you know? Um, So if you are doing like the buyer and seller tips, or if you're shooting different things and you're in a great, you wake up in a great mood, shoot five. You're not going to post five today, but shoot them today because you're happy. You've done your hair. You're ready to go. And you know, whatever, Um, because there are going to be days that you wake up and you're just like tired and, you know, you need to post something and nothing's worse than not posting. Um so you know I I recently got sick for a week um and you know was not feeling great so but like having 50 videos in a Google drive like unless you knew me personally and knew that I was was MIA that week like people that didn't really know me very well like still saw consistent posting that entire week because I had all the content right um so yeah i would say batch content mm-hmm. do it when you feel when you feel good and then um i Everyone always wants to compare themselves to everyone else, but the only way you're going to get better at doing video is by doing more of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you ever want a good laugh, scroll back really far on anyone that's good with content now's content two, three, four, five years ago. And you'll be like, oh, wow, they were terrible. Oh, wow. The quality sucks. Like you've got to start somewhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, and as somebody who is not a great batcher of content myself, I could not agree more that that truly is like the best thing to do for so many different reasons. And I've fought it for years and years and years. And I'm, I'm about to batch some content myself today. (laughs) So it really, really, really does help. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Let everybody know where they can find you and connect with you on the socials.
1: Yep, for sure. So on, um, the best place would be on Instagram and it's Move me to Texas and that's M O V E M E T O T X.
0: So Texas is the short code TX for Texas. Move me to TX. I love it. (laughs) Thank you again so much. It was great having you on the show and I can't wait to see you in person in the next event that we're going to be going to. So thanks again.
1: Thank you. Looking forward to it.
0: Thank you, friends, for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode and consider sharing this podcast with your real estate and mortgage friends. And if you haven't already grabbed your free downloads, 100 Real Estate Content Idea Starters and my guide to making better Instagram reels for real estate, you should head over to my Instagram profile at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, or you can visit my website at chelseapites.com. Until next time, see you then.